I've been networking a lot more lately and my revenue has gone through the roof. So I bet you're not surprised when you hear me say that networking can be a huge growth opportunity for those of you who actually enjoy it. But I still hear from so many people that it's not as great as it seems. And I think I might know why. If networking is part of your business strategy, but it's not resulting in the customers and the referrals and the relationships that you hope to see, this episode will be the best investment of time that you make all year. Even if you're just wondering, can I get better results from networking? I bet you can, and this episode will show you exactly how. You're listening to the People Over Profit Podcast. Hi, I'm Justine Beauregard. Since 2008, I've helped scale multiple businesses to seven, eight, and nine figures by focusing on quality connections, not vanity metrics. For decades, we've been taught to believe that business is just a numbers game, but really, it's a relationships game. Gone are the days of prioritizing money over our missions and the people that our businesses are built to support. I created this podcast because I want you to make a difference in the world without feeling like you have to sacrifice your income or your integrity to do it. We're going to get real here, covering everything from sales to marketing, branding, audience building, systems, leadership, mindset, and everything in between. Think of this podcast and me as a business coach in your pocket, a place you can turn to whenever you want to feel inspired, be challenged, learn something new, or hear different perspectives about life and business. If you're building a business that puts people first, you belong here. Now, let's spend some quality time time together. I used to go to networking events making two huge mistakes. The first one was going into it thinking, this is how I'm going to build my business and make sales this month. And second, I went into it without a plan. Instead of being strategic about how to maximize the opportunities available to me at every event, I went in total blank slate, just looking to see what was going to happen. Now, some of this was my inexperience with networking, and some of it was honestly my anxiety, not knowing what to do or how to do it, and no one was really talking about any of that, at least not in my circles. And because I didn't have a plan, I didn't have measurable results to track or even a reliable follow-up process. I would find business cards in my coat pocket three months later and go, oh, I didn't get back to that person. And they never reached out to me either. I don't want that to be you, which is why I'm sharing today all of these networking secrets, things that I've learned along the way that have helped me become a much more effective networker. I never go to a networking event without these things. If you're one of my clients right now listening to this, you know that I say all the time the money is in the follow-ups. If you go to a networking event and you leave with nothing more than that pocket full of business cards, there's work to be done there and you can do better. I bet you're wondering how you can do better. So let's start talking about leverage. You have about 72 hours after meeting someone at a networking event to convert them into a customer, a referral partner, or even a trusted colleague or friend quickly. After that, it becomes way more likely to be a long game, which is not what you want, especially when you're leaving that energy of a networking event and meeting people in person, shaking hands, locking eyes, all of those things that really generate a personal connection quickly. Now, maybe that I'm really into true crime, or it may be that I'm just a little bit of a weirdo, but I love things that are memorable, and so I call this the missing persons method of networking. Those first 72 hours are the most critical to closing the case. Now, I'm not saying that it becomes impossible after that. It just becomes a lot harder. 
the energy dissipates as we're bombarded with hundreds of ads and emails and social media posts and conversations and pitches every single day that passes after going to that event. You want to act quickly to see real results. You want to put all of your energy and focus and attention on that case being closed. You don't want to have them wondering when you finally reach out to them again, who are you? Who is this person again? What? How did I meet you? Networking is all about relationship building. We're not here for that old dating game rule of wait three days to call. If you like that person, you better follow up as soon as you can. Now, as you think about when you'll follow up, give some real thought about how you will too. A good follow-up process doesn't have to be complicated, but it should be effective. I'll share mine with you as an example because, again, I was not told how to do this and it made it so much harder to try to figure out on my own when I didn't know what I was doing. So before I go to any networking event, I set aside time on my calendar for the following day so that I have time and space to follow up with people of interest. I plan ahead of time to make notes on their business card or in my phone so I have an exact point of continuing the conversation with them. So I remember things about them. So that reach out is way more meaningful than just, hey, we met at this event last night. Here's a little bit more about me. My goal is always to have it all flow. So, oh, I love that story you told about your daughter and you know, we're soul sisters because we both were wearing leopard shirts or whatever and picking up that conversation from a point that feels really human and is just connecting with that person or I loved what you said about this and after giving it a little more thought, I think there might be an opportunity for us to collaborate in this way. Building on those little moments, those little pockets of you being present with that person and creating a real meaningful connection with them. I also have my dream buckets of people that I want to meet at events. So I don't ever agree to go to an event if I'm not looking to meet anyone new at that moment. I always am thinking about how can I use my time strategically? Am I looking for more customers right now? Do I need a great referral partner? Do I need to hire someone? What is value that I can add to other people that they can add to me that makes going to this event a really great use of both of our time? The goal of this is to feel very clear about why I'm there to network so that I can guarantee a return on my investment. Even if an event is free, my time is a resource. So is yours. You never want to be wasting your time to just do things that everyone else is doing. You want to do it intentionally. And when you're at the networking event, you want to prioritize your time to meet those goals. So if I'm looking to meet a strategic partner, for example, and I come across someone that I might want to hire later or who might be a potential customer for me, I'll invest less of my time at that event and coordinate a better time to follow up with them after the event so that I can maximize my time meeting new people that actually help me achieve my goals while I'm there as much as I possibly can. Sometimes I even use scripts or have a list of people that I've already met recently or who I trust that are in my circle, who are already partners of mine, who refer business to me, that if someone asks for a connection to someone that I might know, I can easily just pull up their contact info without much trouble and share that with them and be a helpful resource. This is really helpful with the referral partners. The more steps that are involved in making a referral, the less likely you are to give or get referrals. That's why I try to make it easy on people, myself included. 
I tend to give 10 times more referrals than I ever expect to receive. I always make that connection and I do what I say I will do. So I follow up when I say that I will. I focus on making those deeper connections, not just building a ton of shallow ones and trying to fill my Rolodex. Did I just age myself? (laughs) I ask questions to make sure that it's a fit and that our values align and that we actually are helpful for each other. And once I make my rounds around the room, I can decide to go back to that person who could be a potential hire and talk to them more deeply or connect with that potential customer. But it's also helpful to say, you know what? This sounds like it could be great. There's a lot of pressure at events like this and a lot of noise. Why don't we schedule a time to sit down and talk about your business when it's a little more quiet or personal? It's an easy way to take that conversation out of that busy environment to allow you the time to circulate around the room and to have a deeper connection with that person. It doesn't always have to be or feel awkward to just step away. You can have these kind of conversation bridges that you learn how to build and become natural to you. So think about your goals before you go to your next networking event or have a networking experience or join a networking group. What do you want to do? Do you want to meet three new potential customers? Do you want to hire a bookkeeper or work with a branding expert? Do you want exposure in a news outlet? Do you want to connect to five potential partners? Do you want to meet as many referral partners as possible? And then think about how much time you will invest in the event, if it's working and when it's not. Will you be inviting people to follow you on social media or to join your email list? Or do you want them to book calls with you after the event? All of this feeds into your funnels and your customer journey. It's a lot bigger picture, but once you nail this, networking becomes such an amazing growth opportunity. And if this truly is a core part of your marketing strategy, I want you to be thinking about how much time you're dedicating to networking each month, how uncomfortable you're willing to get. If it's working for you, why are you or aren't you prioritizing networking events every single month? Going to things and making time for them at 9 a.m. or at 2 p.m. or even at 8 p.m. at night. How does it contribute to your goals? Does it lower your customer acquisition cost? Is it a focus area for you? What networking events have been the most fruitful in the past year? Which ones felt maybe a little bit less successful? Was it the organization that was running it? Was it the quality of people who were there? Was it because it was a little further away than you normally travel? It's really important to do evaluations of why they work and don't work and how you can learn from these and do things differently in the future with a better result. Don't just go to networking events for the free apps, okay? They're not that good anyway. You need to think about finding the right places to network based on who you desire to meet, where they're most likely to spend their time, and what's fun for you. The internet has opened you up to networking opportunities all over the world. So you don't need to rely on local events either. Focus on and find what works for you. And for the I don't know how manyth time in this episode, it's important that you set some goals around this. What do you want from the networking events that you're going to, let's say this week or this month? Do you want one or two business cards from really amazing people? Or do you prefer a speed networking event? Something that you get to meet a ton of people in a short amount of time. 
For me, I actually use a blend of these. I love the speed networking events to just get exposure and get in front of more people and meet them and hear from them and get to know what's happening, get a pulse on entrepreneurship in general as an industry and what's going on and where people are feeling stuck. And I really enjoy deepening connections with a few amazing people that I get to have really thoughtful conversations with for an extended period of time. So I actually prioritize speed networking on the internet, and I prioritize that really deep, meaningful conversation and connection with in-person events. That's just how I do it. So find your way. I think that there's a time and a place for both. And the last thing I really want to say about this is to think about what you're saying and doing while you're networking. Are you speaking up? Are you listening well? Are you tracking people's behavior? Are you noticing their cues and their body language? Are you making people offers and clearly explaining what you do and how you can help them? Or are you being a little bit more shy about it? A lot of people fail at networking events because they just don't practice enough and they don't work their personality and style into how they network. So if you're shy in person, that's okay. Have a script or a strategy that gives you comfort and takes the conversation out of that space and into a space that you do feel more comfortable to present your offer. It may be useful for you to just book a few events or have a few calls with people and practice talking to them. It may sound silly, but with the rise of silent networking, like posting on social media and listening in clubhouse rooms, It's easy to fall out of sync with this. It's easy to almost forget how to have a conversation and communicate effectively when you're in front of people. Yes, of course, you can hire someone like me to coach you on this and to help you get better faster, but nothing will save you from doing the work. Nothing will save you or make it easier for you than truly just getting out there and networking with people, talking to people. Not just people for practice, but people for real. People that you're excited to connect with and to help for real. You need to get out there and maybe feel awkward and maybe hear some no's and see how you'll course correct and react and respond to those situations. Remember, you're choosing this marketing strategy. If that's not something that you want to do or are willing to do, networking might not be for you, and that's okay. There are many other ways to grow your business. Networking is a skill, which means it is something that you learn by doing. And when you fail, the best thing to do is get back up and decide your best next steps. Measure your progress. Assess how it makes you feel. Track the results that it's bringing you and your business and continue trusting yourself to make the right decisions for you for now. Networking is a human activity, which means it's always evolving with you. So be flexible and just get out there and meet some people. You've got this. You're a great person. People are excited to meet you. So get out there and show them who you really are.